This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Rose and Shine podcast. Featuring us, the Swedish sisters, Josephine Roos and Victoria Roos Olsen. Based in Brighton and Atlanta, we share experiences from our international lives and careers. Good afternoon, this is Victoria sending from Atlanta. And good morning, this is Josephine from Queenstown, New Zealand. And as it happens, I am in this one sort of once a week moment where possibly it's better to be a bit behind in time because I'm sort of Friday afternoon and you, you are Saturday morning. So I'm like, okay, work week is done, ready for the weekend. But you're in the weekend. <laughs> you are popcorn and wine. Yes. And I am early Saturday morning with poor sleep. But I still, I mean, it's still good. But yeah. I, I know what you mean. You are at the possibly best uh, moment. Um, yeah. Yesterday I was winning. Yes, yes, for <laughs> sure. You were ahead. You were my motivation. That's where I wanted to go. All right, Josephine. So as it happens, for me then, it's still World Book Day today, yes. which is pretty awesome because we had planned this episode not knowing that. I mean, where is this list where all the days are? Like where you know if it's the cinnamon roll book or it's the like siblings <laughs> day or the world book yeah, day. Yeah, I don't like, know. It feels like it's someone on Facebook. It just sits and pumps out. Because yeah. uh, would we have any idea if it wasn't yeah. <laughs> on Facebook or Instagram <laughs> that these days even existed? Yes. Um, so yeah, maybe Zuckerberg is sitting on the master list. <laughs> yes. So, so give us the status update. How's New Zealand? How's life over there on the other side of the globe? Ah, New Zealand is good. New Zealand, I woke up to a sunny morning with there's snow on the mountaintops outside. Mm -hmm. um, so they're frosty and nice. And winter is about, is around the corner or at least a uh, fall um, feeling. Wow. No, so it's, <laughs> it's really nice, but a lot of, in our family, a lot of decisions about when we're going to go back to Europe and, and all of that mm. madness. So And you love making decisions, right? It's uh, not your... <laughs> Gosh, yeah. And I make so many decisions. And I was saying to you, because you, you said that to me, and I, I just uh, feel like, yeah, but I make pretty like big decisions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because it's, you know, we move a lot having lived in four um, countries during this pandemic, as I think I've said before in this podcast. But mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah, so it's a lot of big decisions. And of course, when you are in a situation where there's COVID all around, you just deal with it. Yeah. But now when you're here, it feels extremely fortunate and also a bit more like, yeah, scarier maybe to go back. Big decisions. Yeah, and I guess it doesn't help. I mean, you're doing all this work for the UN right now, right? And talking to people from all these countries where it's really, really bad. Exactly. I'm doing these mindfulness uh, sessions through Peace on Purpose and the UN Foundation where we we speak with uh, colleagues around the world and, and provide them these uh, sessions in, in mindfulness. And, and uh, it's really needed and people are really, really stressed and things are, yeah, in some countries, of course, going really poorly, mm. really, really mm. poorly. And of course, if you work for the UN and if you're an international staff, you're, you're far away from home as well. So you're navigating another context where yeah. you don't exactly know what the healthcare will be like and, and so on. So a lot of anxiety and stress and fear from people in somewhat vulnerable positions around mm. the world. Yeah, I can imagine. So here on the contrary, we are so blessed. I just got my second shot of vaccine two days ago, and and I'm thinking, hopefully, we can. You're like you're like post COVID now. Yeah, <laughs> not entirely. I mean, there's so many things going on. But what I wanted to say is, like, sometimes when we're having hard times or when it's difficult, you know, a really good book can actually make a big difference. And that was our idea. Let's create like a book pharmacy. Right. Yes. So a pharmacy, a book for every different type of situation that one might be in. And, and maybe our list is not that comprehensive, but no. you will all get the point and you can create your own <laughs> list and add on to it to whatever special needs that you might have. <laughs> yes, I must say when we started to prepare, I got a bit of an excitement. I'm like, oh, my goodness, there's so many good books and I couldn't think of any. Right. But we've done our best to give you all a little bit of inspiration and some ideas and books we're reading right now, I would say, right? Yes, it, it's a snapshot because, mm -hmm. of course, I'm always on a on a traveling foot here. So I, I don't have a bookshelf to look into. So I could, you know, see and remember like, oh, this yeah. is the best and this mm -hmm. is the best. Mm -hmm. So I've um, shared a lot of what's on my Kindle at the moment. But there yes. are a lot of good books on the Kindle at the moment. Yeah, they are. So so the, the setup sort of for this episode, we thought we will share a list and we haven't listen to each other's list. We've sort of kept it a little bit secret to see mm. uh, what different books we'll have on there. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll also talk a little bit about book club ideas and best practices around that, because I, I know many people find that, want to hear more about that. And, and then do wanna, I think uh, our, that our listeners want to listen to, uh, you know, our book club in, in Brighton and in Alpharetta, these sister clubs yeah. existing on, on different sides <laughs> of the world. And also I would say the book club is the reason that I have so many books on my Kindle at the moment yeah. that I'm actually reading so much. Oh, it's really yeah. helping me to power through. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I think you are in the time of life where I also didn't read that much when the girls were that young, right? Because super busy with career and young children. But now it's like two teenage girls. It's like... <laughs> No, the only thing competing with my reading is my husband wanting us to watch the Netflix together, right? But it's like, so that, which is also nice, but so that's it. And we want to give you a little bit of inspiration where else you can find more books to read and uh, how you can share your books with us. And but really sitting and preparing this list. So I, I, I took 30 minutes today and just sort of tried to, to think about all the, the books I love. It made me think of a moment. So my eldest daughter, Isabel, 
She's a senior in high school. So by the way, that's something cooking over here in Atlanta. We're preparing this graduation party for her and she's off to college and all of these different things, right? Yeah. But as it happened, she changed schools in the past four years three times because first it was the Swedish school system. So she was like in, in for the Swedish listeners in Hugs, studied, then she went on to gymnasium. And now she's in high school, right? And then finishing mm-hmm. off and doing her final two years in high school over here. And in all these three different schools, they have read The Great Gatsby, the <laughs> same book, like in our literature course. It's like, yeah, and the book of the semester is going to be The Great Gatsby. So and she's had it for three times. Yes, three oh, times. So I'm like, oh my goodness, how is this going? And she said, well, actually, it is extremely interesting because all the three teachers have been very well educated, but they've also had very strong opinions on the book, right? On, on like what part, what, what, how all these different things, what they really mean and the behind the scenes and ideas and thoughts. And, and they have all been quite different. Uh huh. So that for her in itself, which, I mean, she's going to study her undergrad now is psychology. So it's been such a good point of discussion for us that, so all these educated teachers, this very famous book, uh-huh. but very varied views of like what to read into it and how to use it and what was really good and how to evaluate the different characters. But that's fantastic. I mean, that just really shows the richness of books and, and how much meaning you can yeah. get out from yeah. it, right? And, yeah. and the, of course, depending on what you want it to be as well and however it relates to your your life. But that is what's been so amazing with these book clubs yes. as well. And just get to see people's perspectives. And and sometimes you pick up all on the obvious. And sometimes these perspectives are, oh, wow, I had not thought about that at all. Yes. <laughs> you know, I can walk away from a book club thinking that I like the book a little bit more than I did before I got there. Yes. Right? <laughs> it's like, oh. Absolutely. <laughs> Me too. And I would love to see. And I mean, I think we both adore our book club and, and the the people in it. But I think that it would be quite a different things that we would reflect on in Brighton. Yeah. Which is, you know, more like if we give the stereotype more progressive and, you know, the UK and then we have more maybe traditional Atlanta. Is that a way of describing Atlanta? Or at least from the outside, maybe one could say that. The better way well, and I, in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, with just completely, well, maybe completely different views. Yeah, well, we, we can, we happen to read the same book for the last book club. So maybe with that might end up on our list too so we can talk about it too right yeah yeah (laughs) perfect so uh, let's get into it yes all right so let's start like the the categories here that we've started which one shall we start with Josephine on our sort of our pharmacy um on our pharmacy well, should we start with a book for a difficult time? How uplifting. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a pharmacy so, after all. Yes, all right. Okay, okay so a book for a good laugh. Do you have a book no, for no, good laugh? No, I'm just kidding. You go ahead. Let's start with a book for a difficult time and you get to start. Okay, a book for a difficult time. Okay, well, now, now it doesn't feel so uplifting, but oh well. <laughs> um, 
It's a book, like many, the one that I'm recommending. Mm-hmm. So there's two actually. So mm-hmm. one good because I'm not sure. I, I I was moving some books around which category they actually fit into. But all right, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So both of us in our book clubs have just now read The Midnight Library. Oh yes, that's a with really good author idea to put it there. Matt Haig, who is based in Brighton. Yes, where I live. yes. So very subtly uplifting mm-hmm. in the sense that it provides us opportunity to think about our life and our regrets yeah but maybe not maybe realizing that going back and changing it is not what's the most important yeah okay I think we can share just a little bit more around the plot of this book because I, I think you see it very quickly and it sort of describes it at the start yeah. so basically the the main character Uh, is having a life that she feels pretty miserable in. And she decides to commit suicide. And she dies, but she doesn't get really to heaven or hell or anything like that. She ends up in this midnight library. Mm-hmm. In this library, it's so interesting. She meets her librarian from her like middle school or something like that. And there's one big book that it's called The Book of Regrets. And then... It's like a massive amounts of books and each book represents like what would her life have looked like if she would have picked or made a different choice. Yes. Talking about your and your choices, right? I think that's exactly. why I even recommended it for that's you, right? That's why it's right? so good for me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to read that book. Yeah, so all different choices. And of course, she gets lots of different experiences and, and so, so on. So she gets to travel to all these lives and mm-hmm. see what if I would have that point, like if I would have stayed with that boyfriend or if I would have pursued my swimming career or if I would have like studied hard for that subject that I really love, what would have happened to my life? Yes. And the essence of the book as I see it, and people will have different takeaways. I still haven't had my discussion with my book club. But it's really around, it's not so much saying like, oh, you will be equally happy wherever you are. So this is maybe a little bit spoiler. I'm not going to tell exactly what happens. Not Not, not exactly what happens, but I think the essence of it still is that in a lifetime, you will feel a number of different sensations and different experiences. Mm. And it's much more about savoring those than necessarily the wealth or the partner or the job or the career. Um, because you have those, you know, those sensations and, and feelings and so on will be available to you in all of your lives. Yeah. So actually, I must now share talking about our different book clubs, right? And how mm. we're... So the first discussion point when we because we've had our debrief so I'm, I'm not going to share everyone, and it was really a good debrief was one of my the members in my book club said because we're here in Atlanta in the south and people are a little bit more church going right than at least what we're used to being from Sweden and I imagine other parts of the world but here very traditional going to church and one of the first comments was like yeah I wasn't sure I felt comfortable reading this book Because I'm like, this is going against my religion. Oh. And I'm like, and that was my reaction. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh, wow. How interesting. So we ended up. See, that is a different. I don't think my Brighton Book Club would say that. <laughs> no, see, that's what I mean. <laughs> it's a difference. And, and, but it was so interesting. And, and that's why I also love having a book club. Because it really sets the scene that everything is open to talk about. 
But then she said, well, then I thought about it. It's like, no, this is fiction. It's actually not stating that this is the way it is. Like uh -huh. it's not proposing that there is a midnight library. Um, so and and then she'd gone on and really enjoyed that book. And that's what I find so fascinating by not just reading it, but by talking to others and see and hear what are the different perspectives, right? Absolutely. With that, I wanted to move on. I want to say my other one for a difficult time. And it was actually a book that you, a lot of my list of books that you have recommended because you're <laughs> reading so much more at me in the moment and then just providing me with books. But it is, I had a difficult time last uh, half year ago or so. And you told me to read Untamed oh, by Glennon yes. Doyle. I put that one on for a pep talk. <laughs> the book for a pep talk. Yeah, that could be the same thing, maybe. Uh, it could be pep talk as well. Maybe I have it down there as well. But yes, because it is really a pep talk. And I guess maybe in a difficult time, depending on what you need. But yes. I needed a pep talk. Actually, I have bought that. I've recommended it to you. And I've bought it to two friends that I felt needed a little bit of a boost, right? Yeah. And So this is not fiction, by the this way. This is not fiction. It's her life insights having been first kind of successfully married, but then her husband having cheated on her. And then she falls in love with famous football star who's a female and is yes. named, cannot remember what she's called. Doesn't matter. Famous female football star and, uh, and they Famous Christian blogger, which we didn't know. Yeah. But she was a famous Christian. So that also, again, adds another interesting yes. perspective. And dimension. Yes. So incredibly interesting very empowering I think could lead to maybe more divorce than than it's healthy <laughs> like she's all about you know finding the essence of you 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 right and, yes. and and like break free I would say is a big message in it but it's incredible so I actually gave it to a friend who just got divorced yeah because I thought so, that was, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so maybe that's our list a book for a divorce <laughs> It's, well, that's awful. No, well, but I mean, maybe, that's yes. what, no, it's but like I mean, not talk. for divorcing, but when, if you have divorced, it's a, it's a good yeah. book to read. Yeah. And I think for me, who's uh, not planning to have a divorce uh, <laughs> uh, and feel pretty happy, I felt that it was a really good pep talk. Like it was just really, and I thought it was fun and crazy and also good insights on bringing up children. And yeah, yeah I like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's really good. Mm. Okay. Now you pick something. Well, uh, let's go for the a book for a good cry and laugh. I made it into the same category, ah. <laughs> actually. But the so and I have two books here. Well, actually, I have one author and another book and an author, uh, because there's one author and his books makes me both cry and laugh. And it's the Swedish author Fredrik Backman. Oh yeah, and uh, a man called Uwe. Mm. And I, I think I actually really, really like Brit Marie was here. Have you read any of his books? Yes, I have. No, I, I love them too. They are very um, kind of, would you say subtle humor or it's like yeah. under humor? It's, yeah. it's tragic comic, but yes. it's, it's always fun and always with deeper insights. Yes. So that's one that I really can um, recommend. A man called Uwe. Yeah. Like Backman. Or Brit Marie was here, both of them. And shall I t take my second one on this one in the category? Yeah, yeah. Too? Go. Uh, on the category or book? Because you can't change category. Yet. No, I'm still in the same category. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and this book could have gone in so many different categories, but I put it here. So, this is a nonfiction book. And it is 
actually, I guess not supposed to make you laugh or, but it's called <laughs> The Person You Mean to Be by Dolly Shug. And it's about how good people fight bias. And I think it's one of the best books that I've uh, read in this past year. And I think the reason why it may make me cry or laugh and cry even almost like, so this is this author and she's writing this amazing book about all of us trying to be sort of goodish and trying to do the right thing, but sort of not really, you know, and not really knowing what to do and how to do it and probably failing all the time and actually just really opening our eyes to what is actually happening. So it's full of stories and examples and facts and like so many insights, which basically sometimes really almost want to make you cry. But also like, I love how she starts out. One of like the starting points is like, yeah, I'm not really an activist, but now somehow I'm lying on the floor at the department store, Toys R Us, uh, with uh, like makeup blood on top of me and pretending to be <laughs> dead, right? So there's just like, <laughs> and I'm doing this and I'm super stressed and somehow I should be really focused on this. But at the same time, I'm sort of looking around the aisles to see if there's possibly could be any good Christmas gifts for my children while I'm doing this. And I just thought oh. it was like, just bringing in all the, the good, like interesting things that we think about and, no, I would recommend everyone I know, really, to read that book. Okay, perfect. Say it again, the name? The Person You Mean to Be by Dolly Chubb. Oh. And it's about how good people fight bias. So it's, yeah, it's a little bit challenging, thought-provoking, and you learn a lot of things reading this book. Fantastic. When I saw that category, a book that made you cry, it reminds me of a book that we share. So, Vic, <laughs> you're, you're 10 years older than me. And do, do you know what I'm, which one I'm going to mention? Yes, I know. Yeah. So we were, you were an exchange student in the US and we were visiting early you 90s. In, in early 90s and our parents had rented a car and we drove like across 25 states. So you picked me up in Kansas and we were driving through Oklahoma and all these states going down to the south. Yes. And we passed by all of these Indian reserves and mm -hmm. you picked up a book about an Indian girl yeah about a white was girl enslaved yes by the indians but ended up marrying yes the, the indian, indian chief, chief and <laughs> oh my goodness i wonder I how was that 18. book will hold up today but you were crying <laughs> through the whole book and um, our dad was you know um completely upset upset with you that for... i wasn't looking at the beautiful oklahoma landscape but reading exactly <laughs> and you gave it to me on my 18th birthday yeah. and i think i cried a lot as well and then you reminded me that i probably don't know where the book is now so i haven't kept the sentimental <laughs> value of it do we know the name of this book no we don't but you know what it was based on a true story i just want to point that out so it wasn't sort of made up it was really based on a true story what happened yeah. with this so woman. that's a great book recommendation we yeah. don't know the name or the uh, <laughs> author but anyone a true story about white girl marries indian yes a exactly. cheap yes yeah mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. great
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right. What's the next category? Well, what about the book that we think that everyone should read? Yes. The aspirin of all books or the Advil of all books. Yes. So I think that the book that has been most influential for me has been The Power of Now mm. by Eckhart Tolle. Mm -hmm. It's um, not such a long or big or difficult book, but it's all about accessing the present moment. Mm. All that we have is now. And I read it when I, I was living in Myanmar at the time and was a bit close to you know you're close to monks and close to spirituality in Myanmar it's, it's mm. a nice place mm. to access a book like that a lot of temples a lot of holy places yeah but it's a book that I would really recommend anyone and everyone to read at some stage of your life yeah so I have read it and I think I wasn't there really when I read it but my my other daughter Philippa who's also really into this and studies, she also read it and she loves it. And she's just telling me how much it's helped her with her anxiety, with how she feels about things. And she just finds it amazing. Yeah. What about you? Well, I guess I have a little bit more of a practical book, but which sort of shaped me a lot. And it's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And of course. I, so, so for me, but <laughs> I, I used to think like the world would be a better place if people would just look into this, if we could all be like really thinking a little bit ahead, being proactive and, and the way that we, how we listen to each other. It's everything. It's from like big life thoughts to quite, pragmatic mm -hmm. uh, things. So it's, it's really one of these books. I'm, I'm making a book list for Isabel going off to college that I think like, yes, I would really like for her to read this course. It's a, a book. It's, I mean, for us, it's a course. I facilitate that content too, right? So, mm -hmm. but it's definitely life skills, I would say in that yeah. book. 
All right. So, Josephine, actually, let's go to our next category because now you have two helpers joining you in this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Felipe has managed to cut out the crying that was constantly in the background. <laughs> yes, our wonderful editor. But now we have Luca and Rafael here joining us as well. So, what better fit than to talk about the best books? for parenting and the best books for reading with your children. Oh, mm. yes. So what about, oh crap, I have a toddler <laughs> tackling these crazy, <laughs> awesome years. No time out and sneeded by Jamie Glowacki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think that's funny. That's one toddler agreeing. <laughs> exactly. So no, that's a really good, um, a really good book that I would actually recommend. The funny name. And then I look through my Kindle and also another one that has shaped me a bit, and I should probably reread it, mm -hmm. is uh, Grit, The Power oh. and Passion of Perseverance by Angela Duckworth. Mm, yes. And it's a lot more than just for parenting, of course, but it has all of these ideas around perseverance and grit. <laughs> Which can come in handy. But I guess it's also in like how you help your children focusing on the ability of having grit. Yeah, I've also read that one. I like it. Mm. Yeah, no, that's what I meant. I mean, it sounds like ironic as to, yeah. you know, essentially how to survive <laughs> it as a parent. But but that but but that is not what I meant. But what what it is really about is to think around motivation. Yeah. And uh about, you know, should they go to football class or not after school and how to think about it when they want yeah. to stop. And mm. um, so a lot of practical things around that, which is based on the later science, which is very different. It's that whole reward system, right? That yeah. actually takes away motivation more than adds to it. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking more like which books are really good for you to read with your children. Mm. So my girls are, of course, a little bit older. So but one book that or a series that I would recommend every parent to read, which I truly truly loved reading with my girls were harry potter so i read that book out loud for the girls all of them all the, the entire series i don't remember if it's eight how many books and that's something that i can just truly recommend every parent to do and we started when my youngest was six years old and we read the first one and that's i think a good age But then we sort of needed to take a little bit of a break because they get a little bit scarier. So we're like, okay, maybe wait a year or two before we, we continue on the others. So you can definitely start later as well. And one thing that we did, and I, I don't know, I but it felt special when I did it. Let's see if it's gonna, but what I did was at, at the, when you open the cover on the first page of the book, you know that it's all clean. I actually wrote a little summary about where we were in life when we read this book together. Mm. So like, oh yeah, so Isabel is in this grade, Philippa is in this grade, this is what's happening to us right now, this is our life, and what we thought of the book. So just something like that. And I'm imagining that maybe one day when they can read like, so, so we bought the whole series and like have them together that they can look back to that and remember like, oh yeah. That's absolutely amazing. I love that idea. Yeah, thank that's you. That's a beautiful idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going to start to do that as well. And I'm thinking also, why don't we write more in our books? Like, I, I feel like, oh, can't really like, even in the nonfiction books, I sort of have to get into the 
idea of, of really putting more notes and comments and thoughts, because even when you go back and read it, you find quicker where you were, what you were thinking at that time, and you can add thoughts to it. Mm. Wonderful. Okay. So what about a book for when you need a health reset? Did it only I write something there or did you? Yeah, I I have a few, but you go ahead. I think you wrote it. So I, I, I have recommended it before. The 10 mm-hmm. Day Detox oh, yes. by uh, um, Dr. Mark. Dr. Amen. Yes, exactly. Amen. So um, really recommend that. It's like a good book to come back to anytime that you, uh, yeah, need a health reset essentially yeah and i don't know if it's because sweets are very healthy or because we are from sweden probably to the later <laughs> but there are lots of swedish authors that i i really like here that like the food pharmacy like maria borelius writing like the health revolution and i find those books pretty inspiring yeah too luke is applauding here mm-hmm So what about the the next category, which is sort of when you want to learn a little bit more about history, but still want to stay in fiction? Do you like historical fiction? Uh, yes, I just read uh, The Invisible Life of Adi de la Rue. It's mm-hmm. a little bit historical. I guess yeah. it doesn't really, you don't learn so much. Um, I do like historical fiction, but I don't think I've read so much of it lately. No, I so I, I like it too. I haven't, well, I, yeah, I do. I have read, I mean, I'm, read quite a few books on that but one series a trilogy that I wanted to recommend to everyone that I found was really really great is the Ken Follett the Century Trilogy oh yeah I think I might have recommended it before yeah I think I've gone like half it's a lot oh but I, I have they read are bricks bit. right they are massive but yeah. let me tell you sort of that the plot here actually follows a family in the US, a family in Russia, a family in England, and a family in German, Germany uh, for three generations. So the first book is all around the First World War. The second one, the Second World War, and the third one, the Cold War, basically. Mm-hmm. So you, you follow these families and their destinies are intermined. You know, it's, mm-hmm. to me, it was an amazing book, both the plot, because I, I love it when you follow generations uh, all around that. And then also because I learned a lot. I'm like, oh, oh, wow, was that how it happened? And you get into so much more depth than from when you used to. And it would actually it encouraged me to go and, and read more upon to really understand the background. But He's really so great in gathering the facts and and making it super interesting. Oh, that sounds, uh, it sounds really good. So yes, uh, it's a break. So it depends a little bit on your patience with bricks. But (laughs) 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 Uh, but that's, uh, that's wonderful. And then what about books that, um, yeah, life skills books that have inspired you? So of course, Seven Habits is there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you've written a book about uh, everyone deserves a great manager so yes. that's also your life skills and yes. then what else do you have on that list so that's hopefully for all managers of course so two books that are inspiring me right now that i would really recommend everyone to read is one by adam grant which is called think again and i'm in love with this book and mm-hmm. i just think it's so great and i think everyone should read it mm-hmm. and it's really talking about 
the most important skills to be able to learn is the, really to have the ability to unlearn. Mm. Because so many things, because the change is so fast that what was true yesterday is not necessarily a fact today, right? So mm. how experience sometimes also can be quite dangerous even. And it's really talking about not putting things into the boxes of sort of black and white, yes or no, I'm for this or I'm against this, but really our mind and ability to see beyond that and to not be afraid of failure or mm. be wrong, right? But all of that. So I'd recommend everyone to read that one. Okay. What about you? I need to put it on my list. Um, for life skills, one that has been really helpful, quite practical, probably falls within the self-help category, but it's Tony Robbins, Awakening the Giant Within. Mm -hmm. It's um, very inspirational. I think it gives a lot of practical ideas and insights and exercises to just bring a positive mindset it feels so you know it's so it's so out it's not trendy right now <laughs> to just have a positive mindset but it, if that is a feeling that you want to strive for which I still resonate with um it really is a is a good book in how to create a life where you are feeling the way you want to feel I should give that book a chance. It's just something about me that stops me from wanting to read it. But yes, I, well, I have to. You really other... should because you I are, know, you know, a I facilitator know. and, you know, you're very like you are a lot of energy. You're a lot of, you know, you're in, in Sweden. You're like so you're almost an American facilitator. <laughs> right. And here it's, <laughs> you have to be extra more American. So yep. Tony Robbins can uh, can teach you that, add some extra. So maybe that's why, I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe. that's what's stopping me. Uh, well, but that is, I know a lot of people loving that book. Yes. And then another life skill, which uh, again, you recommended to me is uh, Stillness is Key. Oh my goodness, with, that was uh, going to be my second book. <laughs> oh, good. So Stillness is Key with Ryan uh, Holiday, which I also think that everyone should read. Yeah. I really wanted my husband to read it immediately, but, you know, he's had some resistance to that. But it's, um, yeah, do you want to say anything about it? You know what? I think about that book every Sunday when I'm on the tennis court. <laughs> so it's funny, but, but it's like just the fact of, of being in the movement right and then being in the presence and and cleaning things out I, I think it's just really helped me and I've really tried to work with that so just listening to the title it's understanding that sometimes we just need to clear our mind yes and just be and what I remember because you always kind of forget a little bit but I what I remember was incredible with this book is that he had done so much research to yeah. historical and current um, events. people. Yes. Events. Yeah, exactly. So I think he talks about the Cuban Missile Crisis. He speaks a lot about uh, Tiger Woods mm -hmm. and also about the Stoics. Yeah. Um, and talking about, you know, how different, uh, how they applied or did not apply um, some of these things that he recommended and what the consequences were. And that really made it... Um, extra good <laughs> yeah it really uh, elevated that book a few more levels yeah no oh oh what a lovely sort of ending to this I, I think you're absolutely right a book for everyone to read uh, I would say mm. so on that note I mean writing or reading it's about embracing stories and I read a lot of fictions as you know and I do also read non-fiction but I, I I do like fiction even more but 
one amazing book that I found, uh, I think sort of in some store in New York when I was there visiting you, I think, I, I don't know, but it's called, so I wasn't aware, but there's this storytelling club called mm -hmm. The Moth. Are you aware of it? Yeah. All right. So they actually have these books where they compile some of the best stories that are being told. Mm. And the one of the books is called All These Wonders. So true stories about facing the unknown. And it's amazing. Mm. And you just hear these stories that people... It's a use... podcast, right? Uh, it might be a podcast too, right? But it's mm. this book. Yeah. I read it in the form of a book. Uh, and okay. the book is awesome ah, and you great. can and for those of you who have a lot of things to do and they're super busy and have not really gotten into reading that much or right now maybe having toddlers or or whatever <laughs> this is good because each chapter is one story ah great okay i'm gonna read that one so you can read it and put it away and and read it again and these stories were amazing ah, like really crying laughing learning new things and i'm just thinking the power of storytelling is amazing. Oh, yes. So that's wonderful. Let's we we had promised that we were going to go into the book club mm -hmm. <laughs> idea. And maybe we just touch upon that briefly because we it's been a long episode already. But what what's you have had book clubs for quite a while. And I've kind of had that on my list, but also felt that ah, oh, you know, it's Somehow I had some resistance to it. Yeah. I organized one now with a mom, with, well, with parents, but they're only mums uh, in Brighton. And honestly, I felt like it's such a good way. It's been such a lovely way to connect yeah. with other yeah. women in, in um, Raphael's class. And it's been such a nice way to actually get to more reading. Yeah. And on that, because you were also mentioning the, you know, it's good to read fiction sometimes. I, I'm just reading a book that I also really recommend, but it's only in Swedish. It, we talked about it a few times ago about being screen smart. Mm -hmm. But there he talks about the brain, uh, Matthias Ribbing, and he talks about how reading fiction really helps our visual, uh, our abilities to visualize. And visualize is an incredibly strong part of our brain in order to memorize things yeah. and learn new things. So yeah. when reading a good book slowly and creating those images, we are really training our brain in a way that we can't get with nonfiction. Yeah, that's that's wonderful. So yes, to build on that point, if you're not in a book club, find a book club and or create a book club. Invite. I think we've spoken about my different adventures with book clubs in in the in previous podcasts. But let's say it's been um, relatively easy to create them, right? Yes. I mean, it's really, there's normally an interest. So yes. I've never really been invited to a book club, hence I've created one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So for everyone that wants to read a little bit more or wants to, just as we started out this episode, get a little bit more different viewpoints because you might I, I've been surprised many times when I've gotten like and I've had a clear view and there's been some really amazing questions or thoughts or reflections that made me see the book in a new light too right and it, and, it makes you read books that you would not have chosen yeah also yes which is really good yeah I read yeah. some that I absolutely would have not chosen this year but they have given me new insights and yeah. inspiration so we, we're going to ask you to post on, on our Instagram some of your favorite books that you want to uh, recommend to other fellow Rose and Shine listeners. And it is so amazing. We're so grateful to have listeners from 70 different countries across the globe. So maybe perhaps please share a book from your country. That would be 
amazing, which is yeah. like a great author. I mean, this list, we could talk probably for hours, <laughs> which, which books, there are so many books that uh, have shaped us. And I'm sure I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and go, oh, how could I forget this book? But you, so please help us out, share more books. I have a very modest little Instagram called Bix Reading List, where I'm also sharing uh, the books that I'm reading. Just, and I sort of started it just to remember all the books that I, I read from the past year. Yeah, that's a great idea. You, so you could have just looked at that one. Or maybe you did. I did. I did. But then I thought, okay, I need to go back. For, like, that's just in the past. So I, I did that. And another thing that I like, and I'm a member of the Goodread uh, Club, or it's mm -hmm. like not a club, but there you also have, I, I like reading the what people are recommending and uh, seeing their different books. And so that's also a great go-to place if you want to have uh, some inspiration on that. Wonderful. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this episode. And uh, hope you've enjoyed. Hope you get to pick up a really nice book after this. And yes, please recommend your best books and we'll share. Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Take care of yourself. Take care. And enjoy your next reading experience. Bye. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com.